this afternoon of meditation practice ahead of us and right here, this present moment. And I'd like to introduce uh, this practice of generating the boundless qualities of heart. Um, So if we look in the suttas, there aren't a, a lot of um, different meditation instructions as, as the Buddha gave the Anapanasati Sutta which is a very detailed practice of, of mindfulness of breathing and there's the Satipatthana Sutta which is also a very comprehensive practice that uh, you know, works with uh, body, feeling tone, mind and mind objects, like bringing awareness, bringing sati to these. So those are quite comprehensive uh, practices. And then there are, uh, the other practice that's, that comes up again and again in the suttas uh, is the four boundless qualities or the four Brahma-viharas. And being here in America, um, I think IMS it was, it was the first meditation center where, that was developed. There were, there are, there have been various temples um, established in America since way before IMS. But uh, as a as a meditation center, IMS was the first, and it was very strongly influenced through the Burmese tradition, and then uh, also the uh, Ajahn Chah lineage. So. Both of those lineages, you know, they've developed their own styles and systems from the original teachings, uh, things that have worked within certain cultures that have been passed on. So many people have learned um, various styles of, of metta practice, and I think they're all good, actually, and, and I have kind of made my own up also as I've gone along through my own explorations inside and and I think that's also good so as long as one can access the quality of metta or of any of these uh, boundless qualities but I'd like to bring us to the well first of all maybe I should just mention some of those so there's the practice of, of using phrases metta phrases so this can be very beneficial, uh, and it can not work. So I know for, for I've met a number of people who've remained in their head with phrases, and it hasn't actually changed the heart. So these practices, the, the Brahma-viharas, or the boundless qualities, they're about uh, generating a field of energy here in the heart center. It's about transformation. It's, it's about... Uh, letting go of a sense of self and other. So this is what it's working towards. So if we've learnt the phrases and and you tend to stay in the head and keep on saying them, saying them, saying them, it's wholesome, they're wholesome thoughts, but then they're not actually, you know, if they they don't come from your head to your heart, they're not really doing the work they're meant to do. So they can be useful and they can be limited depending on how they're being used. And then another practice is to go through the 
the sort of lists of different people, which can also be a very good practice. I find that a bit like uh, going to the gym, you're kind of working out, (laughs) starting... Often people have a little difficulty starting with themselves and and then someone someone who's dear to you, someone you love, it's easy easy to easy to have metta for or a teacher who you naturally feel a sense of metta and gratitude and then and then the the person that you don't know so well and then the the enemy then you've got to really work at it and so this can be also very a very good practice. Um, but the early teaching on, on the four boundless qualities isn't really going into this, those relationships so much. It's not so much about me and, you know, I like you, but you're really difficult. And it's, it's more just starting with it, just like waking up a, a quality of metta or karuna or mudita or upeka in the heart center, in the heart mind, and then generating that quality and letting it radiate in all directions for the benefit of all sentient beings. Um, and that also brings me to something I meant, wanted to mention with the practice. So we've been speaking about uh, you know, the importance of... Um, so I said, the student's been asking, you know, why are you here? Why are you showing up? Why do you, why do you come to the retreat? Another way of saying that is, um, what motivates your practice? And it can be very helpful at the beginning of a of a meditation or the beginning of a day to just bring to mind a, a sense of okay. For me, what works is this: may this practice benefit. May this practice benefit this being. You know, may there be greater alignment with truth, or greater clarity, or greater kindness in this being. So may it benefit me and you know the practice I'm doing, and may that benefit all beings. So to have a have a personal intention and an altruistic intention can really help with uh, carrying us through uh, challenging times or dull times when nothing much is happening. And then at the end of a day, as we've been doing, to share the, the merits of your practice, to share the blessings of your practice for the benefit of all beings. And so it takes it out of the little me and mine story, which can be a bit tedious, into something a bit more connected. Okay, so this um, practice on the four boundless qualities. So I'm going to, I'm just going to read one of these four verses that we chanted this morning. I will abide pervading one quarter with a heart or mind, a chitta, imbued with loving kindness, with metta. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth. So above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a heart-mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, without ill-will. So it is a, a quite an, it's quite an exalted intention. And um, I've practiced with Venerable Analeo, um not for a few years now, but uh, really uh, appreciating his, 
his clarity and also his wish to make the, the practices accessible to people. You know, sometimes we, we, put, we make things so, so high and so out of reach that we, we can't really do it. And we might even think like, oh, it's so great, look, it's, it's so wonderful, it's like way out of my reach, but we, no, we want to bring it down so that we can do the practice. So I really enjoyed some of his um, interpretations of these, these uh, you know, like immeasurable, so when we think about boundless and immeasurable. So for me, if I think about boundless, it's like it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So you feel like, okay, I've got to generate that. I've got to generate meta that goes on just like forever and ever and ever. And I've tried that, and sometimes it can be really exhausting. <laughs> if your mind's not attuned, it's just like, oh, pumping it out. It's tiring. And, uh, and immeasurable. You know, again, it's that sense of like, it's just, you can't, it's immeasurable. It's forever. So his interpretation, which I found really lovely, was um, boundless. Don't put a boundary on it. Don't limit it. So it doesn't mean it's going to go on forever. It just means you're not holding it back. You're not limiting it. And so it may be, you may just have a little glow in there. And that's, and that's as far as it's going, but you're not making it less than it is. So then you're, you're taking care of that little glow. And that little glow in your heart might get bigger in its own time when it's ready. So to have that kind of attitude of, of not, not limiting and not forcing... And then immeasurable, his way of interpreting that was, you don't measure it. You know, it's like, oh, back in the past I had that really wonderful experience where it was so boundless, and now it's just just like not really working. So you're not measuring it compared to another time. Or, well, she looks like she's really got that meta going on, and mine isn't that great, you know. (laughs) So (laughs) don't measure it next to someone else. And you just so you're just with what's going on. You're just with it, and you're nurturing it, and you're taking care of it. So I like that. I think that's a very practical interpretation. So let's find a posture for meditation. And be aware of your body resting in the seat. Take your seat right here. Feel the support of the ground beneath you. Allow yourself to fully arrive here. as we do this practice you might find that you want to just put your hand on your heart to connect with your heart area some people I have a friend who likes to put her hand on her belly that that works better so you can do that too if that's that's more useful for me it's about the heart 
And I'd like you to just uh, lower your eyes or close your eyes and bring to mind something that just really makes your heart smile. A, a person or a situation, it could be a, a, a friendly puppy or a, or a dear friend. And someone, someone where you're not, you don't have a complicated relationship with them, something that's very simple and pure, immediate, maybe a, a child laughing, that just brings a smile to your heart. You can't help yourself, but you know, your heart just opens. And so you're thinking of them in your heart, not in the head, but in the heart. Bringing them into your heart. And take a breath, a conscious breath or two, to make room for your heart opening. Just stay with that image and allow your heart to generate the quality of metta naturally. So your attention is like food for the metta. It's essential that you make that journey from the head to the heart for this practice. Breathing into your heart space, your heart center. And just staying with that warmth. For me, it's got a smiling quality. There's a sense of a little bit of light, maybe a little sparkle. Yours may be different. But breathing into the quality of metta, as though each breath is like a a little fuel for that quality.
and you allow the quality of metta to radiate in all directions. It might be the tiniest little glow. It's perfect. Staying with it, staying with that intention to generate metta, using the breath to stay connected. And now I'd like you to imagine that, you know, even though we're generating metta for all beings, there's a a kind of a curtain or a veil around us or around our heart. I like to think of it as the veil, the veil between self and other. So starting by your left shoulder, pulling that veil aside, you allow the metta to open up in front of you. it's not held back in any way, that first quarter in front of you that can just radiate out. And then keep pulling that curtain aside from your right shoulder, right side, all the way around. So that, it's, so that the metta is radiating in front of you and to the right of you with no limitation. And then keeping on pulling that curtain behind you, opening up. There's nothing limiting the quality of metta behind you. And then the last of those four quarters, you pull that, draw that curtain aside, that veil, until it's completely open all around you. In all directions, that metta can just shine its light, its warmth, its kindness as far as it wants to go. 
not forcing it, not limiting it. Staying present and nurturing the quality with your attention and with uh, each breath. And if you feel your heart is a little tight, take a breath or two, deep breath into the heart. And just as the metta radiates in all directions around us, it can also radiate above us and below. So we're starting at the heart center and radiating in all directions. So this metta is, it has to go through us. Because no, there's no skipping the, uh, the one here that's generating it. It has to go through this body, through every cell of this body. Through this mind. Even if this mind feels resistant or tangled, we still let the metta infuse this body and mind. And with each breath, we bring a little more fuel to the quality of metta. With each out-breath, we relax and we let it radiate out a little further. Touching everyone and everything it comes into contact with. So keep practicing in this way, breath by breath, staying present with the metta.
So in these last couple of minutes of the stillness meditation, I'd like to invite you to let the metta settle into your body. Coming back to the experience of your body here. As we move from the stillness meditation into movement meditation, see if you can take care of the heart, keep that uh, warmth, radiance present in the heart as you get up and go outside or inside and are walking or moving. So moving with metta. And for some of you there'll be practice discussions so you can bring whatever you have to those. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.